Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing out there tonight? Tonight is Thursday, May the 13th, 2021. And this is the third night that we are uh, discussing The Stand. Um, tonight's um, uh, episode of The Stand, Stand was called The Betrayal. And um, here to talk about this great movie with me, besides my son, who you guys will hear um, through most of the um, uh, episodes. But besides him, I have Mr. Richard Moylan with me tonight. Hello. I have Ingrid Hubert with me again tonight. Hi, guys. Loving you. And Mr. Chris Lucera is with us again tonight. And you know all of them from last week. We, we've been discussing the stand one, the stand two, and like, like I said, tonight is stand three. Uh, Mr. Chris, how are you tonight? How have you been enjoying the podcast, sir, since you're the new I one? Been, I have really been enjoying it. Great. Um, awesome. Thank you. Uh, we enjoy having you too. Let me tell you. So whenever oh, I put, you. whenever I put out a new schedule, you have to jump right on in. And if you see a movie that you want to discuss, jump right on in and and pick it. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. No problem. Well, guys, tonight, um, uh, the stand, the betrayal got way, way, way deeper than even part two did. And part two got, you know, was deeper than part one. But part three is, I don't want to say it's the climax, because it's not really the climax, but it's kind of like the the peak of the climax. Kind of like the beginning of it. The beginning of the end. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Well, uh, uh, well, what are your opinions about the third portion of the stand? And, and Chris, we'll go to you first. Uh, what is your opinion of the betrayal? Uh, the betrayal is a great episode. It's it's one of my favorites, and um, there's some new uh, characters yes. that I and we'll get to that because one of them is my favorite this episode. Aha! Uh, yeah, I loved it. It's great. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, and, and Miss Ingrid, how about you? What What is your opinion on the betrayal? Uh, you only knew how many times I watched that episode. <laughs> Same here. Matter of fact, I have it on right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I, I can't believe it. it's like it's like a it's that. So much energy, you know, so much that you can see what's really about to happen. You know. But I'm here, like I said, we'll talk about all that. Yes, but, yes, we will. We're going to get into a, a whole lot of stuff tonight. And how about you, Mr. Richard? What do you think? I thought part three, um, we, we talked last week about how part two dragged a little bit and was slow and cry. Part three more than made up for it. Yes, it did. And You're so right about that, like, sir. Like Ingrid just said, it, it, I, I believe it, it sets up part four very nicely. 
I mean, at this yeah. point, you can't. At this point, you can't not watch part four. Oh, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. You you kind of like tied into it now. Yeah. I yeah. do want to yeah. take time out to mention that uh, we did forget to talk about somebody in part one who uh, it, who is in the the plague um, episode that we did not talk about, and and I do. Uh, apologize, apologize to my listeners, especially to my listeners that live in Texas and my listeners who are on the Joe Bob um, Youth page, uh, group page, because we forgot to mention Joe Bob. I'm so surprised I didn't get any emails just from that alone. I did not get an email saying, why did you not talk about Joe Bob? <laughs> he had such a small part. That's probably why. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. Yeah, yeah, but still, you know, they love him. I love him. You know that the driving. You know, hey. I just had I just had to mention him, okay? I just had to because I didn't want to get that email. I had I didn't get it yet, but I didn't want to get it. So, <laughs> so yes. They used his real name there too, right? Yeah, uh, John Bloom. John Bloom. Uh, I gotta go back and watch that. I don't remember. Yeah, he says, oh, it looks yeah. like you're called Joe Bob." Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Yes, he did say that. That southern accent they have. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, uh, and uh, oh, I I also do want to mention Matt Latz could not be with us as much as I, I think he just um uh kind of let the stand go completely. He's um you know under under the weather and everything like that. So I just wanted to give him a little shout out. Hope he feels better. Yes. Um, but um, so now we could get into the questions. Um, okay, so my first question is, um, well, like, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure who said it either. Chris or Richard had said that, um, we, we have more characters now, you know, we have more characters to deal with in part three. Um, so which character was your favorite? In part three, which new character was your favorite, uh, Mr. Chris? We'll start with you first. What, who was your favorite new character that came along in part three? My favorite new character, actually, my favorite character of the episode is the whole is from the whole episode. Judge Ferris. Oh uh, yeah. Judge Ferris. Yes, the Ozzy yes, Mister Ozzy Davis. Yeah, and you guys do know that he was Ruby Dee's husband in real life, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 When he was on screen, great, he did great, so great. good. Such a great actor. He was so yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Now I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember, but I'm gonna go over a little tangent for one minute here. If you guys ever watched Night Gallery, yeah, I've heard of it. He was on the very first episode of Night Gallery, but Night Gallery was a rough That was the show Rod Serling did after Twilight. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh! I will YouTube it. The first episode. If you never watch any other ones, watch the first one with Ozzy Davis and Malcolm McDowell. Really? Oh wow! That's crazy. Somebody um had just put up an episode of uh Robert uh, or Malcolm McDowell, I think. I'll be on there tonight. Yeah, somebody, um, somebody had, um, I, I think they did. I forget what show it was. I don't think it was Night Gallery. It was another show. And I think it was, yeah. oh no, that I think it was that was Malcolm McDowell or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm good. I'm gonna check out. I'm gonna check out Night Gallery. I'm yeah, gonna check that I, out. So anyway, yeah, I forgot all about Night Gallery. That was a great show, but uh, yeah, Ozzy Davis, number one for me. Yeah. All right, hey, I understand, uh, Chris, because it, I mean, it, it, he was uh, he was kind of like Glenn in, in the fact that he was very wide, very wide, yes, yep, yeah. and he was very uh. uh I don't want to say obedient, but he knew what he had to do, and he yes. and he was okay with doing it. He was okay with doing it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Now, and Robert, I mean Robert, uh, Richard. Uh, how about you? Uh, who, who was your um, favorite character? Um, the judge, definitely. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely Judge Ferris. Um, and then you, you got to talk about the cameo from King. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. We cannot not talk about that. We cannot not talk about Stephen King. Come on. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the characters in, in this one and the end had they had their moments. Yes, they, they did. They just, they just killed it. <clears throat> all of them. And, and um. Ferris, Judge Ferris, and Stephen King. Yes. Yeah. And Miss Singret, how about you? Who was your favorite character? Or your favorite character? Uh, or character? Yes. So, and he played a part so well, you know, he 
And did you guys know that Ozzy wasn't supposed to play that role? It was supposed to go to another guy. It was supposed to go to another guy, but that guy wound up passing away. And so Ozzy stepped in. Oh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, my uh, favorite character in The Betrayal, anyway, was I really liked Susan Stern. I liked how friendly she was and how nice she was and how caring she was. And she was willing to go, too. You know, she was willing to go to uh, over there and spy and stuff like that. She was the first one. She was the first one to volunteer to go out west. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was unfortunate that Glenn was right. She couldn't because, you know, they, they have to stay there to keep order and you know, yeah, and to make own, sure. They have, a, they have a new gig now and they have to stay there and do their part. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, now, who was your least favorite character in, uh, in part, um, the third portion of the stand? Uh, Richard, we'll go to you for this one. Um, uh, who was your least favorite character? Oh, um, <laughs> the guy gets a bad rap. He's been getting a bad rap since day one. Harold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Harold. Uh, Harold, what he does <laughs> is just unforgivable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of makes me wish that you know, that somebody in Boulder was able, were able to get somebody get somebody had to get their hands on him. Right. Yeah. 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 I was hoping that it would be Stu, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. How about you, uh, Mr. Chris uh, Ducera? Uh, who is your least favorite character? I have two. Okay. Harold and Nadine. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Nadine was just annoying the hell out of me, and uh, uh, you know when she went to Larry's house. And she she was trying to get um, Larry to make love with her, and he was married and all that. Ooh. You know, she yeah he ended up throwing her on the ground. I was like, yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, she was annoying. Me, you know? And Harold did a little. Miss Ingrid, how about you? Who was your uh, least favorite uh, character? Um, my least favorite character is uh, Sam Raimi's part. Yeah, he plays, uh, he killed Ozzy, uh, Bobby, Terry, what's his name? Um, Sam Raimi now. Oh, okay. Now, you know who Sam Raimi is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got the evil dead. Spider-Man. Like, mm -hmm. So I was like, I didn't like him at all. That's so bad. That's so However, he made that remark. He did all right, but he wasn't supposed to. 
flag was behind the whole time. He says you could do anything with him except one thing. And <laughs> but yeah, that that right there, that's what got <laughs> and Richard, how about you? What was your favorite scene? Um, <clears throat> when uh when they turned the lights on in Boulder. Oh, and yeah. Oh, it's like the, the first meeting of the Boulder Free Zone, I think they call themselves. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. They, they, they asked Stu to lead the meeting and they, and they start off singing the national anthem. Yes. Yeah. That was my favorite prom scene. Me too. Especially yeah, during we're this, talking about that scene. we're thinking about it. Yeah, and knowing that Gary needs is, is uh, a big supporter of the veterans. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. that is, you know, <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, kind of uh, similar to, you know, what happened in the stand, uh, you know, uh, living in that world, I mean, li living in this world, looking at that, I, I just got chills. I, I, was, I was like you, Richard, I, I just got chills because yeah. they were singing it and, and it was a new world. Essentially, it was a new world where where nobody they didn't care about race, they didn't care about politicians or politics, they didn't care about any of that. They didn't care about about what was dividing them because what was bringing them together was actually much more important than their than their divisions. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? I understand completely, and it's and it's all due, and it's you can you can 
You can feel it, the applause at the end of the of, of when they sang. Yes. Everyone yeah. just started cheering. Everybody. And not only that, not only that, but my other favorite scene is actually right before the bombing. Uh, you see everybody out on their lawns. You see the kids playing and everything like that. Everybody, they were free. They were free. They were free to do whatever. They were free to be outside. They could make s'mores if they wanted to and that's what they were they, they were living safe. they were living free yep. and, and, and that's what free. and i really do believe that's what god wants for us he wants us to be free yeah and i just uh, you know i it is i i loved it i that's why i love the stand that's why i love the stand because uh, i mean yeah. It, it, I mean, it really, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's it so similar. What's going on now. Exactly. But that's what we need. We needed to be reminded that that's why, you know, if you haven't watched The Stand recently, you can watch it now, you know, now that you, you know, people see that I'm talking about it on my podcast, they should watch it again. The 1994 version, not the one. <laughs> not yeah, the 2021 not version, but the 1994 version was right on. It was right on, and, and uh, I, I, there's nothing more to say about it. There's no, nothing more I can say about that. But um, uh, Mr. Chris, I'm sorry I took over your spot, sir. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene was the one we were just talking about. But yes, sir. I have another one, mm-hmm. and that is the actual ending of this um, uh, this episode. But uh, uh, they had to say goodbye to the four of them. Yeah, as they started their journey, and that was really chilling to me. That was just uh, very emotional. You know, Frey said, you know, promise you'll come back. And he said, I promise to try. And she, she said, yeah, it's not good, not good enough. Yeah. Now, I have a question about Stu and Fran. Because it has been a long time since I've read the book, admittedly. And I know it's been a long time for you guys, too. But I think your guys' memories are better than mine. Uh, probably. I don't know about that. <laughs> and, uh, you see, I got something wrong. I'm not well, <laughs> well uh, my question is, well, do they explain if uh, if Franny is actually pregnant with Stu's baby or with Jess's baby? Because, or does Stu just go around kissing pregnant women, making them almost yeah. orgasm? Yeah. <laughs> And the, yeah, in the book, it's Jesse, uh, and I think they kind of make it clear in the in the miniseries that it was yeah. it was yeah. She tells you, you never actually see Jess, Jesse. Right, right, and and, and I remember them breaking up. I remember her father saying, "Oh yeah, Jesse hasn't Jess hasn't been around lately," and yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking maybe Stu just went around, you know, kissing pregnant women until they orgasm. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) 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 
Everybody's least favorite scene. Uh, uh, Chris, we'll start with you for this one. What was your least favorite scene? My least favorite scene was a, the scene where, where Stu was kissing Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's go, hurry up with the story. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, oh, wait, I forgot. Oh. I forgot to tell you guys my other favorite scene. I'm so sorry. And Chris, that that's funny. <laughs> that's making me laugh even harder now. <laughs> well, my other favorite scene, and and it, and I know I'm going a little bit deep here on uh, tonight, folks. But but it, it, this is kind of like the episode that had a lot of deepness to it. And my other favorite uh, part is when um, Glenn, Sue, and Nick, and Ralph, they were sitting on the bleachers and uh, they were talking about, you know, cutting the lights back on and stuff like that. And, and Glenn said something that that really resonated with me. It really resonated with my spirit. And I said, you know what? I feel you on that, Glenn. And and Glenn said, um, he said, I wrote it down word for word. Uh, he said, um, uh, he said, it's the old way, you know, because they were like, well, what's wrong with, you know, wanting to go back? You know, well, and Glenn said, he said, it's the old way. And the old way was a death trip. Then we go right back to tinkering with the power station, trying to recreate, re trying to recreate the world that damn near, uh, uh, that damn, damn near choked the human race to death. That's wrong. What's wrong with this picture? And I actually feel that because, you know, with the pandemic, we had a chance to change. You know, we had a. We had a chance to change certain stuff, but we're so, America is so spoiled that we couldn't even go two weeks without doing anything, guys. We couldn't let the world stop them for what? Why? Why? We couldn't let this world stop for two weeks. We couldn't go shopping for, we couldn't go with, without shopping for two weeks. We couldn't go without going to the dang movie theaters for two weeks. We couldn't, and, and this is the kicker. And this is the one that, that might give me some hate, but we couldn't not go to church for two weeks. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? For real? We had a chance to change things. To make things better. We didn't want that. We wanted to think things to go back to normal. Well, was normal really the good way anyway? You don't know. I, 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 and I know I'm getting so deep here, guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know anymore. You guys want to hear the stew joke again? <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
We know that Chris's um, least favorite scene is Sue and Franny's love scene. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, you know what, in any movie, especially a horror movie, um, <laughs> if, if there's two, you know, if, if somebody's getting it on like that, like, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fran, Fran and Stu make it out. Uh, <laughs> just boring and get on with the story. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It, yeah. it did kind of slow it down. It, it did. Um, I, I have, you have to, we have, have to admit that it did. It didn't really do anything. Although, although I, I would have liked to see how they, their romance came to be. I mean, because you could kind of tell that there was something between them, uh, when, yeah, um, I guess that, that is important. Yeah. At the, right. they, go, they go into the, they, they go into that in the book. Yes, they do. Yeah, they uh, that I do remember. Plus, Harold, Harold yeah. sees them. Harold sees them. Oh, yes. Little pissed. So oh yeah. Writing that journal. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Book is in that journal that Franny reads. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Franny read the journal um in the in the book. I'm getting the book to read. I know, right, Miss Secret? I I'm saying that same thing. The book is the whole uncut, unedited, whatever it is. I want to read that. That's the one I want to read. And Richard, what is your least favorite part? Or what when, your least favorite scene in part three is what when, I mean. When Harold blows up the house. Yes. Yes. The, the, the deep betrayal. Yes. And oh, that was a very yeah. deep betrayal. So, very so many, deep. So many characters who have been there in the beginning are just gone. Um, and just, just you know, the, the message that Harold leaves, you know, I'm doing this of my own free will, and they be standing there next to him going, do it, Harold, do it, Harold. Right. Yeah. Oh. Like, that, that's not your free will, you idiot. You're doing it because she told you to. Yeah, because Flag told you to. If it wasn't for Flag, I guarantee if Flag had told him to do it, there's no way he would have had the guts to do it himself. No, I don't think so either. I don't think oh. so. But see, he wow. let the, again, you know, he let the anger that, you know, that was blistering up in him, yep. you know, he, he let that take over. And because he let that take over, Slag was able to get Flag in and say, yeah, Harold, do it. Go for it, man. Yep. If you want to do it, do it. Sure. Yep. Okay, now here comes the question of the night. Um, what do you guys think would have happened had Larry gave in and made love to Nadine? Uh, I, I want to go to the guys first. I want to know what you, what you gentlemen have to say about this. Uh, Richard, what do you think? Do you think 
well, what what do you think would have happened had Larry made love to Nadine? I don't think he would have done it. Yeah. I don't think he would have done it. I'll tell you why. The Larry Underwood that we met at the beginning of, of the whole story, he might have. Mm -hmm. He might have. But by the time they get to Boulder and get everything going again, he's married to Lucy. And his, his character has grown and evolved. Yes. Yeah. Like especially uh, when he's going through the Lincoln Tunnel, going through uh, Watkins to uh, Stamford Home or whatever, whatever the heck. Where about Joe? Abigail was. His character, Larry Underwood, grew up. Right. Yes, he, he did. Yeah. So I don't think, I don't think he would have done it. Yeah. Because he's got something to live for now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. And Mr. Nucera, uh, how about you? What What do you think? Yeah, I don't know what would have happened. I mean, um. I guess uh, flag needs a virgin. I mean, that's how I get it. Um, now, if Larry made love to, you know, she, uh, it probably would have been no good. She probably would have been no good to, to flag because she's not a virgin anymore. Yeah. Maybe that's, that he, he has to plant his seed, so to say, yeah. in her. Um, but she has to be a virgin. That's the way I get it. That's what I get out of it. And um, mm -hmm. if that's if that's not possible anymore, he can't plant his seed. Which I, I I'm I'm not real sure. I understand that why it, it's like that. But yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I I don't really understand it myself. What um why flag needed. Nadine to be uh, the woman, you know, when there were plenty of women out there. I mean, I, I mean, Julie Lowry, she was out there, you know, he could have had a child with her. So I, so I, I really don't understand that. I didn't understand why she was the chosen one per se. Um. Whatever. And Miss Ingrid, how about you? What is your opinion on this? Um, what do you think would have happened had Larry given in to Nadine and made love to her? Larry was very Maybe 
one of you has said before because we were talking about this before listeners we were talking about this before we um started um uh taping uh one of you has said that that the tall man uh or the dark man the tall man that's phantasm the yeah. dark man <laughs> was um was after larry and we uh, saw that we saw that in the first episode. We remember when Kareem Abdul Jabbar said, uh, he's coming for you, Larry, the God with no face. And then his mom even said something. His mom said, Larry, the dark man, he's coming for you. So I think Flag was after Larry at first because because larry was kind of selfish he was and he was and even his mother called him on it his mother called him on it you know and and i think larry evolved into this good person that wanted to go to boulder he wanted to be with good people right and now with Nadine, she we saw her kind of, uh, kind of throttle the fence, if you will. She kind of was leaning toward the bad side, but she was also leaning toward the good side. It's just the bad side won over. Yeah. And she made the wrong choice. See, they both had a choice. They both had a choice. Nadine could have stayed with Larry. You know, in the beginning, she could have stayed with them. But she chose to follow Flag. But Larry, and Larry had that same choice. So, because if you if you notice, everybody had the same dreams, right? They had the dreams of Mother Abigail, but they also had the dreams of Flag. They dreamed about Flag too. So both of them had, they all had a choice. Either they were going to follow Flag or they were going to follow Mother Abigail. Right. Larry chose to follow Mother Abigail, whereas Nadine chose to run. Right. So, so my take on the Nadine and Larry, you know, if I believe had Larry let Nadine, uh, if he was like Harold and let Nadine in, you know, if he was like, like Harold and let Nadine in and let him, let her seduce him and everything, I think it would have been Larry that was damned and not Harold. I think Larry would have been very much so damned. And I think that, you know, he, it would have been a whole different story. 
it's kind of like how um out at the end remember when um Stu tells Fran he's like well you know Fran I think if one of us says no to this then we're all gonna die I kind of think the same thing would have happened had Larry chose chosen to make love to Nadine while he was married to Lucy which by the way I do not understand how that happens <laughs> I still don't under, and I think we kind of got into it last week, you know, about how, you know, uh, about how, you know, uh, they meet each other, and then the next scene, they're married. The next, the next episode, they're married. Okay, so, okay, so let's make up our own backstory here. What happened? (laughs) What? Yeah, you know what? I I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think that's that. Good. But see, that's why we need another episode. We needed another episode. At least an episode. I mean, we, we didn't get to see the judge marry him. We we we, we kind of pretty much figured that he did since he's a judge and all. But that's where those pages were turned torn out. That's where they broke it down. <laughs> uh, we didn't get some of the stuff that was important um, in those pages that was out. So, you know. And and listen, I I know that I've been getting deep all night with this stuff, but this is this here is my deep question, and it is my last question. But how does the stand part three pertain to the Bible? And and I'll I'll go ahead and answer this one first, guys. Um. For me, um, part three reminded me of a script of, of a scripture in the Old Testament. Uh, it's Numbers. Um, uh, 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 he uh, in Numbers, there was three spies that they that they sent out, you know, to go uh, and see the land. If the land was, you know, if they could go ahead and take the land, you know. And uh, uh, only two came back, you know, and gave a good report. And it kind of just reminded me of Stu and Tommy, because Stu and Tommy were the only two that came back to give a good report. So, so that's how that's how for me that's how it kind of pertains to the Bible. Uh, yeah. So that that's my little <laughs> two cents about the Bible question. Uh, uh, Miss Ingrid, we'll go to you uh, first. How do, how do you think part three pertains to the Bible? It pertains to the Bible because um, one thing Mother Abigail didn't realize that she knows that she fell apart when she prayed to the Lord. Um, she knew what he had to do. Yeah. And of course, it is the same thing like with Jesus or, or with Moses or anyone that was dealing with God on one You know, there's always a form of atonement on one. Yeah. You know, and um, I believe. You know, 
that was, you know, her way of um, correcting something that she did wrong. Because I guess she had too much pride in what she did or what the group could do or, you know, not sure how she fell into it, but she did. Having that conversation with uh, Molly Grant, friend, hospital. So, um, then the one thing that Mother Abigail also said was Revelation 6 8. I looked and behold a pale horse and his name that sat upon him was death, and hell followed with him. Powers to them over the fourth part of the earth, still with war and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the So, we flag was like the beast of the earth. Oh, well, yeah, he was. <laughs> and, and, and that, that, that play that it was wiped out my time. Yeah. That's my case. All right. And uh um Richard, how about you? Do you have any um input uh, for this question uh, or I'm trying to think of everything that I've learned about Judaism over the last uh year or two since I converted mm -hmm. and <laughs> as, 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 as much as I enjoyed rocking your world last week, <laughs> some, of the, some of the things I came up with, I, I hate to say it and I apologize, I have nothing. Oh, no problem. No problem. It 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 be like that sometimes. I I understand completely. And and Mr. Lucera, I know that you you are an atheist. So if you don't want to answer the question, you do you do not have to, sir. Yeah, I'm staying. I'm going to stay out of this. Yes. <laughs> well, everybody got their choice. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, hey, it's not going hey, to, well, actually, tomorrow is actually the one where, you know, everything comes to a head, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I can't so, wait for that. <laughs> yeah. it, everything comes to a head tomorrow, and uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, it just, everything comes together. I, I just... The stand, the last part of the stand, just, oh my gosh, it just, um, I don't know. Help me out here, guys. Help me out. I'm like tongue tied. Just, yeah, just a big ball of emotion. You know, as emotional part three, as emotion, as emotional as part three is. Part four is just that much more emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is. There's one. There's one scene in particular. We'll get to it tomorrow. But 
I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, there's one that I really can't wait to talk about too, and it's probably the same one. It's probably the same scene. It's probably the same scene because it uh, because that scene, the scene that I want to talk about, in my opinion, is a very powerful scene. It's a very powerful scene, and and it very well may be the same scene, Mister No Zero. Well, guys, well, guys, this has been spectacular. I knew, I knew that this discussion was going to get so deep, and I knew it was going to be me who got the deepest. And I, I, but I tell you, everything that I said, I stand by everything that I said tonight, and I stand by how I feel and how I feel is this world is just, we've got to do better. All of us as a human race have got to do better. And I just, and I just feel like the way to do that is to, Be different. Love. Oh, well, yeah, love, love, love. You know, of course, love. But to love each other, we, we have to recognize our differences. And we have to embrace our differences. And I don't know what's so wrong with that. Yeah, I There shouldn't be anything wrong with that. No, not at all. I embrace everybody. I know everybody is has their own way of living, believing, uh, whatever it is you like to do in their lives, hell. Everybody Oh, and you know what life. stood you know what stood out to me though, guys? Uh uh and I meant to talk about this earlier. But um, what really stood out to me uh, w- when everybody was out, um, w- when the free zone was, was having their committee meeting and everybody was outside, all the kids was outside and everything like that. They were just playing. They were free. They were free. But but did you guys notice the, the group of bikers? Did you guys notice that? That stood out to me. The last time I saw it, that stood out to me. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Son of Anarchy. I said, I said, oh my God, it's Son of Anarchy. They're there. Yeah, right. Did everybody notice Rick Harris? Uh, yes, yes, he is in the, yeah, he's in the, um, the scene where they do the national anthem. Yeah, he's standing right next to Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that who that was? That's yeah, Rick Harris. Oh, I didn't know that. And another scene when Mother Abigail came back from her um, her journey in the wilderness. Okay, he he stands up and says, "She's back! She's back!" That's that's Mick Harris. Yeah, so many uh, so many special appearances, so many. Just over 125. Oh yeah. Well, there is 106 characters in this movie. I read the script. 
screenplay that uh, for, for this was just, it was huge. He said, uh, like, it was like 100 and like some 120, almost 200 page screenplay. Or uh, two, over 200 pages? Something like that. It was a lot. Man, because I mm. heard his manuscript was like 12 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I do have um, some casting characters that passed on. Um, I, um, I have two tonight. The rest will be tomorrow night. But I have two. Um, Ossie Davis, of course, he plays Judge Ferris, who we love. Uh, he died on February the 4th at the age of 87. They actually um, found him uh, in a hotel room. Yeah, they found him in a hotel room. Uh, so, uh, But they didn't have a cause of death or anything, so I'm guessing that maybe he just died of a heart attack because he was 87 years old, you know. Yeah. And then um, I have uh, Warren Frost. He plays George Richardson. Now, I'm not really sure if George Richardson is in this one or part four, but I just wrote his name down anyway. Uh, he's, uh, he's the doctor. Oh, is he? Doctor. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Check on Fran when she was pregnant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, uh, I, I know this because, like I said, I, I mentioned it last week. He he is in Twin Peaks. Oh, so that's, why, that's, that's why you know him so well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warren yeah. Frost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he died February seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. He was ninety-one years old. So he yeah. he yeah he God lived a pretty him. good life. God bless him. Yeah, so uh, um, the rest will be tomorrow. Uh, the rest of the deaths will be tomorrow. And uh, I did um, ask my groupers, my uh, my horror movie warriors group, I did ask them uh, a grouper's reaction question. I asked them uh, who was their, uh, I think I asked them who was their least favorite, uh, what was their, it was either, who was their least favorite character or what was their least favorite scene? I forget which one it was, but nobody answered it. So hopefully tomorrow I'll get some answers and I'll have another reaction question tomorrow as well. Well, guys, this has been so fun. Tomorrow is our last night. Tomorrow is our last night. And I can't wait for that. But however, I am sad that I'm not going to speak to you guys after tomorrow. I am so very sad about that. Well, yes, you guys are going to have to sign up for another episode together. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. Well, <laughs> I'll probably put up another schedule uh, for um, the uh, September because I think I already have one um, uh, up for, uh, yeah, for July and August, June, July and August. So the next one will be my September uh, yeah. schedule. Uh, 
Yeah, my September, October schedule. That'll be come uh I will probably jot that one down probably coming up in the next three or four weeks. We'll definitely keep on the lookout for it. Yep. Keep yes, yes, yes. Keep on the lookout for that. Especially my October one, you know, because that's my Halloween uh schedule. Oh, yes. So you oh, you really cool. wanna um pay attention for that one. Oh, yeah. Well guys uh-huh. Remind me, I need to tell you, talk to you about something for Halloween. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, well, guys, until tomorrow, this has been Latrice Carter, Richard Moylan, uh, Chris Lucera, and Miss Ingrid Hubert. We will see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow is our last night of the stand. All right, guys. Sweet dreams, happy nightmares.